The Rapid City Public Library podcast series continues this month with strange and scary experiences. Now, these can be unusual and unexplained phenomena, or they could be gritty real-life situations. My name's Melody Francis, and I own my own business here in Rapid City. I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Alaska, of all places, but I've been here since 2005. So, Melody, welcome. Thank you for being here. And please share your story. If you could sort of set the scene. Mm -hmm. So this happened actually pretty recently. It was last December. And just to give a little bit of background to the story, my grandpa passed away November 28th of last year, and he was like heading towards his 94th birthday. So, and my grandma had died of breast cancer when I was 12. So, you know, she's been deceased for a while. And so when this happened was about two Saturdays after he died, which was, you know, mid-December. And basically I had, so this would fall more under the category of strange. It wasn't scary at all, Um, but it's more of just very strange. But anyway, I had been, um, at the beginning of December, I had had a first mammogram, which had come back okay, we need to reschedule you. So I was freaking out on this particular Saturday about it. And and my husband and I had just gotten home and two weeks after my grandpa's passing again. And um, we were standing in our living room and I was holding my phone in my hand. And I looked over in our living room. We have all these plants. There's a window and then there's a TV. And right over the TV, there was this, there was a shape and it was Almost looked a little bit like a dragon shape, but it was it was very wispy, um, but very white. And Mark said, I think that's your grandpa come to tell you that everything's going to be okay. And so I (laughs) had my phone in my hand and just started clicking pictures, put my phone down. And then I held out my hand to it. And I said, because I did and do still believe it was my my grandpa and possibly both my grandpa and grandma's spirits, maybe. But I held out my hand to it. And I didn't speak out loud, but in my head, I said, who are you? And it said, it's your grandpa. And of course, it wasn't speaking with words, but I heard that very clearly in my head. Mm -hmm. So as you can see in the photos, as I took the photos progressively, the white started to kind of dissipate into something that wasn't as formed of a shape. It didn't look as much like an animal or a dragon, but it always stayed like about the height of my my head and higher. Like you would think a normal, you know, if it's smoke in the air or it's something that's not metaphysical, you would actually think that it would it would just dissipate everywhere. Sure, but it yeah. stayed of a certain height. So what I felt was happening was there was kind of two realms that were colliding. And grandpa was, of course, in another realm, realm wherever we go after we die, but his soul is still there. And he was just somehow able to interface with my realm and give me a word of encouragement of like, I know you're going through something hard, but this is going to be okay, which it ended up being okay. So I was just, I actually was crying because it was so moving to me. and, And I was so moved that he would choose to appear to me. Yep. And I might preface this by saying I did see things when I was a child, like all the time. I grew up in a super, super fundamental Christian. It was actually a cult. (laughs) We called it a commune, but it wasn't actually. It was a cult. But so I sort of shut the door on that. Like Mm -hmm. 
maybe as a teenager because there was a lot of fear around things that I that I would see from kind of other realms. But recently, and actually I've been studying with a teacher who has now passed away. He passed away right before my grandpa did. So he passed away two days before Thanksgiving. And actually the day he passed away, he's from Australia, but he resided in Florida at the time. The day he passed away, I was working with a client and I actually said to her, oh my God, John's for some reason here and he wants to tell us. And I proceeded to tell her this. Well, later left the room and went and opened up my email and found out he had passed. And so I felt like he had stopped by on his way out and said, hey, (laughs) here's some information. So ever since all this started happening, I've been actually seeing a lot of stuff. (laughs) So that door has reopened. Yes. I feel like I feel like I just I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I'm not fearful of it anymore. So I am really willing to. And a lot of times I'm seeing things that are maybe helping other people or it's often things that are helpful. So, yeah. So that's my very uh, strange story, which is going to only get stranger, I believe. (laughs) And it's interesting that those events were so close together. Yes. Like kind of a crucial or powerful point in your life. Yes. Yes. And this was a very dear teacher who I've been studying with for the last 14 years. So he's he's had a lot of input into my life and and my family, my whole family's life, really. Wow. And been a, a huge part of my own like healing process. So, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Can we see the pictures? Yes, absolutely. So I have them in an album on my phone named Spirit so that I can quickly pull them up at a moment's notice. There was a picture where – or there was the first picture where I feel like it was kind of formed. And and I don't know, horse, dragon, just some sort of shape. And then um, you can see it kind of changes a little bit there. Yeah. Um, But but not too much. mm -mm. I mean – No. It's like it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah. And it did. Wow. And and then it finally did sort of this, but like I said, it never went further than much below my head level. And I stand wow. like five four maybe, I think. I'm about five four. So it always stayed at like a five foot above floor level, which I thought was super interesting. And it's certain things, you know, the molecules would float to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It's not headed toward the ceiling. Mm-mm. It's not dropping right. to the ground. It's not following any breeze. Like in every photo, it's yep. virtually yep. in the same spot. That's exactly. amazing. Exactly. But could you see motion at all? Or No. I walked towards it, and, and when it said, it's your grandpa, I, I kind of put my hand out, and I and I just – I sort of felt like this energy swirling around me, but it it yeah. wasn't swirling. It was just uh-huh. more of an, of an energy okay. of like maybe the spirit, but it was very, very benign, and so – you know, not good or bad, but just very, uh-huh. very non-polarized. Just very, very non-polarized. Yeah, wow. it was, it was, it was really cool. So now I have to ask: when you had follow-up visits with the doctor and they gave you good news with the results, did you say, "Oh, I already know," or did you not let on? <laughs> I, I didn't let on because I didn't. You know, there's a part of the human me, my ego, that didn't want to jinx it, even though I sure. did feel in my own spirit that it was going to be okay. But yeah, I, I didn't say much. I just wasn't super surprised when they came back with the results. So That is fantastic. Yeah. Melody, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're right. It's not scary. No. It's a little strange, but not scary yep. at all. Not scary at all. It's fantastic. Thank yep. you so yeah, much. Yeah, sure. Hello, my name is Roland King born and raised here in South Dakota. 
uh, born in Deadwood, and I've lived here in the hills my whole life. So let's talk a little bit about the the story that you're going to tell. Would you say it goes more toward the paranormal or more toward the scary real life? I'd say both, just because what I witnessed from a group of people that were probably trying to summon a spiritual. Really? Realm. Okay. Okay. So let's set the scene, kind of back up and, and tell me, like, how you got where you were when you observed what you saw. Yeah, well, what I do for, well, this was 20, well, it would be 20 years ago. What I did to kind of relax, and I'm a common outdoorsman, okay. where, you know, I hunt fish and all that. In my leisure time, I'll go out and hike. My sister, which was living in Jamestown, North Dakota, and she lived in the hills too, but it's just when you go out there, you know, you're hunting and fishing, you kind of see new areas, which sure. my sisters never did. Yeah. They were just, you know, where we were living in Rochford at the time. That's all the kind of the hills they ever known. But I worked for the, the fire crew in Hill City there, and I'd just drive around and check gates. Sure. Okay. So I knew the area really well. So Heather caught wind of that, and uh, she wanted me to take her exploring. And then with my soon-to-be ex-wife was okay. with us as well. So, yeah, we were just going to load up and hop in the truck and go tour the hills, kind of show her what I know, the Bulls Canyon, you know, Gillette Prairie, and the, the beautiful side of the hills that, that I know. Okay. And then there was this one grave site that I took the girls on, and uh, it was just an infant. I mean, I think on the grave site it says 1845. Mm. Just it must have been... People coming through, pioneers, pioneers yeah. during the you know mine the minings that was going on, and uh, so that was kind of interesting seeing that. Right, you know, all the stuff that sounds good to me. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like I'm the type of guy that wants to go on the hills and I don't want to mess anything up. I don't want to vandalize anything. Mm -hmm. But I want to walk around. I want to just experience nature. Yeah. So you guys are out, just out exploring in the middle of nowhere. You know, uh -huh. during the middle of the day. Middle of the day. Okay. <laughs> it was not even darker either. Just middle of the day. Okay. I think we started at nine. And What area are we talking about? Are you able to say or yeah. you want to leave that out? Okay. Yeah, so, I totally say. It's so, uh, Deerfield Lake area. Okay. So that's a little more well-known to people. Mm -hmm. than, okay. What happened? What did you see? <laughs> well, as you're touring the hills, um, and it's the, the hills is like it has mining history. You know, and which I learned is where I'm taking you guys is the Silica Sands. If you, have you guys ever been, you've been there? I don't think I have. Okay. Well, it's basically, it's a, Silica is a mine for, for sand and it's like used for fracking. And I don't know if it's active today or not. I don't know. I've tried to look it up on the internet. I couldn't find it, but Silica is used in fracking for mining. It could be used for the, like the railroads use it for, for sand when we're, you know, like the winter or rain or whatever, they'll spread it on the on the rails. Oh, okay. So, anyway, my sister hasn't seen silica sands. And what it is, is you drive up to it and it opens up into three caves. Hmm. And then you walk into the middle, you go to your right, and then you can go out You can go out to the one in the right. Start in the middle and go on the left. So, it's an area for kids, you know, younger to go out and camp there and experience just you know be there's solitude mm -hmm. out there and 20 yeah. years ago i mean the, the population has increased since then so nobody really knew knew about it which i thought 
Okay. So I, so I took my sisters to it. The whole times that I've been there, I've probably been there 10, 15 times, you know, doing what teenage boys do and go out there party and hike, whatever. So that day we went up there and there was about four vehicles. Okay. South Dakota plates, one with North Dakota, Colorado, and Wyoming. Huh. So I'm like, okay. You know, so me and Heather, and when you get out of our vehicles, and we're getting ready to uh, go out there and explore the caves. And then all of a sudden, we were approached by a, a man and a woman. I would probably say, boy, they couldn't be any older than us. Okay. The guy approached me and he goes, sorry, you can't go in there right now. Okay. I understand if you guys are smoking marijuana or doing whatever. Yeah. I don't care. And he goes, no, no, no. And he kind of put my put his hand on my shoulder. He goes, no, no, no. I can't let you in there. If we were smoking marijuana, I would I would totally invite you in there. <laughs> I go, well, okay. And the way my sister says, I don't think I was so aggressive, but I go, this is public land. Yeah. What you're doing is wrong. You know, you can't keep people out. Right. Basically. So I'm getting ready to go, and he he a little more forceful. You know, I'm like, hey, hey, don't, please don't touch me. You know, I'm, <laughs> you know, like there's some signs you probably should just like, don't push it, just listen. You know, because I, because I live here. Yeah. You know, I I can probably see it again, but you know, being young, got my sister here, got my got my wife there, you know, and then he goes, okay, you you want to go in? I get it. Um, give me five minutes. <laughs> And then keep in mind, as kid, kind of give you guys a visual. When you're looking at it, it's so it's kind of it's not the caves like you see like the, the granite or whatever. They're almost kind of like sand color. Okay. You know, when you're looking at it, it's three open caves where you can walk in. I'd say they probably every entrance is probably ten feet wide by like maybe fifteen to twenty feet okay. tall. So we're sitting there looking at it, and this gentleman goes in, and I'm, and I'm giving now just for clarification, the middle. Or which one? I am actually, he. I'm, I'm going to go into the one on the right. Okay. Because he entered the middle. Oh, so I'm like, okay. whatever. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> he comes He comes back. He goes, okay, you can go in. And he wasn't as friendly as he was this time. He was just like disappointed. Huh. Like I actually want to pursue this, you know. Okay. So <laughs> me and my sister, we need to walk into the to the far right. And when you go in there, it's, I would say, it's probably about a 50-yard walk to the end of it. Okay. And then you look over to your left, and then you can see an opening. You can actually see the opening in the middle, and then the cave on the far on the, on the far left. Wow. Okay. And then it's the perfect time of the day where you can, the light shining through the caves. So you don't even need a, a lantern or a light. You okay. can totally see it. So we walk in, and there was garbage bags full. One over to the right. You walk another 10 steps, one to the left. Then there started being, there was candles burning. So, okay, so keep going. And then more candles, more garbage bags. And then they weren't just empty. I mean, they were full, yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. So, and I walked over to the end and looked over to the left, and there, there, there they were, a group of people. There was a... Uh, they used a rock, and they there was like a like the David Star or the you know the the seance uh, the 
Is it the pentagram? Pentagram. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. there's a six point and there's a five point. So. Yep. Yeah, the pentagram. Yep. Okay. Let's see, but that's how I was raised. I thought it was the day of the star. But as you're looking around, yeah. candles, <laughs> you know, you, you hear this in, right. in movies and in stories, but here I am actually witnessing real. A, yeah. a, a real life cult, seance, what they were doing. But yeah, there was four vehicles there, but you know, I'm looking around, I'm like, uh, and they weren't looking at me. They were looking straight ahead. And then they weren't in clothes like me and you are, jeans, blue, you know, shirt, blue jeans, shoes. Uh-huh. They were in like a cloak, dark cloak. Uh-huh. And then they, were, they weren't even moving. They were looking straight ahead. And then I'm counting, I think I counted maybe 10, 15 people. So I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually witnessing a cult here. So, <laughs> you know, back to that, what I was telling you guys, how, you know, I was probably being pretty strong, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. You let me in that cave. But in an instant, I was scared. Right. Like, it's time to go. I can see why that guy was saying, you don't, you don't need to come in here. Yeah. He was basically sheltering me from what I was going to see. Right. You know, I've never witnessed a cult, never been inside of a cult. I don't know what happens during it, but it's just a group of people doing what, they, what they're doing. You know, and what me and my sister and Juanita seen visually scared us. And then we walked all the way to the front right, uh-huh. you know, like the cave on the right, yeah. all the way as far as we could. Looked at it, candles, gar- what were the garbage bag? I was going to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you, right. And leave it up to imagination. Wow. I don't know. Clothes, uh, to summon the, you know, ritual, the spirits. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But what was really spooky is they weren't talking. They were just in their science, seance, meditation form. I don't know. But we looked at it and we were like, it's time to go. Huh. Because we're in something that we we don't understand. Yeah, and then even the smell wasn't the smell of mines, caves, the the candles and what they were burning, incense, totally changed the whole smell. Huh. I mean, it wasn't the silica sands that I knew, yeah. or you know, witnessed, smelled, you know. So we left, and of course, what me and what he did, Heather witnessed, we're like, what is going on here? So. We thought it was illegal what they were doing. And what was crazy is, is when something like that visually happens to you, you see things different. Yeah. And the spooky thing was, is now when I <laughs> first seen it, you've seen three caves. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you got know, one to the left, middle, the right. So as I'm walking away, getting my truck, I look back. And I didn't see that left one because I was, you know, it's it was just where I, my truck was parked. Sure. So I looked over back at it, and it was basically a face looking at me. It had the two eyes, two, and that two rock eyes. in the middle was the nose. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was in something. I was in that spiritual realm with them. Huh. It's almost like we entered it. So they they crammed a lot of people in in them in them four vehicles for sure. And came from multiple states. M- multiple which... states to do what they're doing, and uh, yeah, it's just it's kind of creepy. So whatever they were doing, they got us. For sure. Have you ever been back? I have. Okay. Several times, yep. Felt different. Different, obviously. yep. Yeah. It's just that yeah. that spirit wasn't there and wow. what they were doing, yeah, it's just, it was back to normal, smelled the same, that was, yeah. as I remembered. Yeah. You know, and all the garbage bags were gone, but right. it wasn't like they walked into a, walked into a party, you know, and like they just cleaned it up. And who knows, maybe they, that's what they did. 
they found garbage they found garbage and they and they cleaned it up. Who knows? But it's just when you see <laughs> garbage bags there. That many. <laughs> that many yeah. you think it if it belongs to them, but who knows? Huh. But uh yeah, it's things that you see in the hills that you don't expect to see. Right. right. Yeah, I mean you talk to people, you know, and they say, Yeah, it's just a cult you walked in. That they, they're harmless people, they're just doing what they do. Doing their thing. Doing their thing, whatever wow. that is. And then and, and they were. They were just harmless. But they just weren't trying to spook us anymore because they, you know, they had a thing. They, they, they were in the middle of something. If I can go back in that moment, if I wouldn't have been such a arrogant, cocky kid, I should have just said, okay, we'll I, I get it. We'll later. come back later. Yeah. And, and I would probably do that as, as, a, as of right now. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to see that. <laughs> I don't. Right. right. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, there's just – so oh. it's interesting, too, because I was learning the history of it. Hill City uh, is the oldest community existing, still the existing community today in Pennington County. Uh-huh. So it's an, there is mining history there. Okay. You know, it's you can basically kind of just get hidden in the hills, you know, because it's yeah. all these roads. So I can see Colorado was, was a ways away, but Wyoming, really close, North Dakota, really close, and the hills, of course. Yeah, kind of a total speculation, but... You know, maybe to them that was, it could have either been a very secret place or it could have been like uh, this PowerPoint type place mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And why at the mines? I don't know. And then, you remember, you guys remember uh, Ingersoll Mine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was there a lot of times. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, as kids, you want to go up there. Let's go up there in a full moon. See what we see. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Your mind's going to play tricks on you, you know? Because if you remember that old mine, you know, you go up there and, well, there's a window up there. Is there a light on? No, it's just the just the moon. <laughs> sure. Is it? Sure. You know, stuff like that. But, yeah. And that's another one that has, if you go up behind, it has the little cave you yes. know, behind it and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was a nice, nice old mine. It was, what we should have still, still around. Yeah, it was really cool. But, yeah. and, I mean, there was a, I mean, there's another weird story if you want to put this in, uh, uh, you know where you guys know where a Hippie Hole is? So it's in between Hayward and Keystone. And uh, there's another, you know, just trying to get out and drive around in the hills during winter. Whether you talk about, like, prescribed burns and all that. Uh-huh. Well, we were driving, and we were the only tracks in there. Okay. There was no other vehicle in there. But we started driving, and there were spot fires. Like, was somebody doing a controlled burn? And there was not just one, not just two. <laughs> there was there's probably about bunch, 10 huh? or 12 of them. So I was thinking about calling somebody, you know? I walked over and see if that, you know, burned. Yeah. There's no footsteps or nothing. So that, you know, during that time, I'm like, you know what? I'm staying out of Keystone. <laughs> it's just it's too weird. That's <laughs> So, and I, I'm serious. I'm not like, like a Bacoa crazy or anything, but I looked around. I'm like, There's, where's the vehicle? Where's the footprint? Yeah, yeah. And the guy wouldn't, you know, start and then leave. <laughs> right. He, they're monitored. Right. So maybe that, this was after the Silica Sand story. So maybe I just didn't like, okay, I'm up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm not going to explore further. <laughs> I'm not going to explore any further. I visited with residents of Keystone years ago for a completely unrelated thing. And there's a lot of people in Keystone who do not like the Keystone Cemetery. Yeah. They, they, they feel like there's, you know, it's not a friendly place to be, which I've never visited but to me, cemeteries aren't scary at all. Mm-hmm. They're just, they feel very peaceful. Right. But but they're like, no, there, there's something wrong with this one and, or a portion of it. You mm-hmm. know, that type of thing. So it's interesting to get different perspectives on, on stuff like that. 
Yeah. And I really appreciate your taking the time to come share your experiences and your stories. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you have an experience that you would like to share, we invite you to reach out. Call the Rapid City Public Library at 605-394-6139 or email ask at rcplib.org.